Guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. Today is a special podcast in terms of my IELTS speaking test. Baby, we're going over the basics. Now, guys, again, I've done a Facebook uh, a Facebook Live of this this past Sunday. So if you guys are more interested in the live version, please tune into my live sessions every Saturday and Sunday. Saturday is TOEIC at 7 a.m., And Sunday is IELTS at 7 a.m. This is for those English test prep learners out there around the world who always like my photos and they've been following me for a very, very long time. Thank you so much for every last one of you. Now, everyone else who's learning general English, again, I have four other days that I upload Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday in terms of focusing on grammar pronunciation, vocabulary, and speaking skills, okay? So be sure to tune into that. Um, For those of you who are probably requesting reading, academic writing, business English, and everything, that's going to be in the later seasons after I finish the overall season. So again, I've done the elementary level, pre-intermediate, intermediate, upper intermediate, and advanced. Those are going to be the five levels I am covering. After that, I will branch into different sectors and smaller sectors like Business English probably start at the pre-intermediate level, uh, and then after that go to the intermediate level, upper intermediate, advanced. Uh, academic English, I would probably start doing uh, you know, English for different like tourism, in- English for aviation, English for this, uh, English for construction and oil. I mean, tourism, you name it. Hotel management, it is going down for every last one of you. So there are going to there are going to be so many different podcasts that I will be doing over the course of the next half decade. <laughs> and by that time, I'll be launching full courses, books, and everything for you guys to learn on your own. So so excited about what's happening and right now, uh, you know, of course, in my life and whatnot. So guys, again, I just want to just say thank you so much for tuning in. And today, again free IELTS coaching. This is my IELTS coaching, but I put it into podcast form too. And so I'm just putting what I said on, of course, that Facebook live, that particular Facebook live on Sunday morning. I'm putting that onto podcast right now, but it's going to be a little bit different. I'm just recording again, but in a different way. So here we go. The IELTS basic, guys, you already know what this is. Now, of course, when you first sit down, the examiner is probably going to ask you a couple of questions, okay? Can you tell me your name, please? What's your candidate number? Could you please give me your card? Or that might come before question number two. And then he or she is going to go into the first round of questions. They need to know who you are. They're going, they're going to ask you about your family. They might ask you about what your family looks like or describe, you know, which basically it, that, that's formulated around the entire, uh, what is it, um, basically describe your family. So you have to talk about their appearance. Now, they might ask you in a different way. Tell me what your, you know, your mother does, your father does, what do they look like? It could be a, a different variations All right, so you just have to be prepared for that. Now, remember to never memorize verbatim. Please do not memorize verbatim. Verbatim is bad, okay? Because if you memorize verbatim, they're going to know that you have a speech in your head already that has been downloaded or, you know, you just memorized it. They'll hurry up and stop you and move on to another question ultimately throwing you off the track and that momentum that you are building up will be completely squandered and smashed right below you. So 
Do not memorize anything, guys. It needs to be as natural as possible, all right? So they're going to ask you things about your family, which I've already mentioned, and they'll talk to you about the likes and dislikes more than likely, okay? And so moving forward to, you know, off those couple of topics, they might ask you, where do you live? Where are you from? So what do you like most about your home, your town, your city? What do you like most about it? And so these are things that you need to think about right now before going into, of course, uh, the, the IELTS examination. Now, there's not so much that I could tell you right off the back and right off the top of my head that I actually like about Las Vegas, unfortunately. Uh, you know, because it's just, that's just how Las Vegas is. I mean, there's not, I mean, what do I like about Las Vegas? What? You know, the food out here in Bangkok is far better out, you know, here than in Las Vegas. So, now, if I talk about what do I like in Bangkok, you always need to think about three different types of things. Just don't say, yeah, I like the food, I like this, I like that. No, 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 no. Pick something in terms of a big genre, like the transportation, the hospitality, and, and let's just say the cultural, you know, the, the, the cultural, what is it, the, the, oh my god, what am I, I've lost my language today, the, the temples and the culture that's around your city, okay, you could talk about the temples that are inside or outside, talk about the location, alright, so for instance, oh, uh, you know what, what I like so much about Bangkok is the Wat Prakel, which is a very, very famous and a very old temple, and it's actually where uh, the last king was actually buried. Uh, this place is very well known for this, for that. Um, I do love this area because the amount of uh, love that the, the townspeople and people in Bangkok show towards one another and tourists, and tourists in general, is very hospitable. You know, their hospitality is amazing, the personalities, and they're actually, they try so hard to help foreigners. Now... There it is, okay? Now I can move forward. I'd be like, another thing that I really like is the ability to get around, although it's a lie. But I could say if I'm from Singapore or if I'm from another country and you have great transportation there, you could say, you know what, where I'm from, man, the transportation is unbelievable. The, uh, the buses and the trains are on time. There are applications that you could download directly to your tablet or, of course, your smartphone, whereas you can – track and see where your bus is and what time you need to go out to a particular place so you can catch the bus. I do believe that that is extremely efficient. Uh, you see what I mean? So this is just giving you guys ideas. And then you could go on to the next one. Or he might ask you, is it a popular destination? And then again, those three things, which I've actually talked about before, probably on a Facebook Live, probably, uh, what, about two to four months ago. Again, is it a famous pace? Now, I, it's very easy being from Thailand because you would say, well, you know what? In 2017, Thailand was the number one tourist destination in the world with over a souring 20 million people having come here to experience what this beautiful country has to offer. And so I do believe it's very famous and, you know, and a lot of people would think, uh, you know, it's famous in other terms and da 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 but don't get into that. Just tell me why is it a popular tourist destination. Now, a lot of people would say food, entertainment, and, of course, nature, all right? So you could say, yeah, there are beautiful, exquisite beaches all along the south shores of Thailand, places such as Krabi, which they have a beautiful beach right there. 
uh, next to rock climbing mountains by the name of Ao Nang. These are one of the most, this is one of the most serene places in all of Thailand. You can even go out there trekking in the foothills in the north of Thailand. See, so I'm giving you locations. I'm, uh, you know, I'm using different vocabulary terms to describe different you know, different situations, different circumstances, different areas. You know, I went from being in beaches and having those waves ripping right up right up along the shore to going to the foothills and trekking and seeing beautiful animals and being in a much cooler environment in the north of Thailand and places such as Chiang Mai and Chiang Rai. You see, this is what you need to do. You need to be descriptive. Now, again... Do you think that your homer's town or city has changed much in recent years? Yes. Globalization, urbanization, urbanization, globalization, whatever they want to call it. Uh, But these two things are great things to mention. Now, again, I would focus more on urbanization because, again, in about 20 years, 70% of the world's population will be living in a city. So Bangkok has become extremely urban to the point where – People are still living on the outskirts because it's very expensive to live inside. So the traffic jams happen all along the roads from morning to evening, Monday through Friday in Bangkok. Now, they are now installing a mass transit system in the heart of Bangkok, which is going to enable people to take these transportation systems inside the city, which will make it very easy for so many people to commute. You see what I mean, guys? It's all about just letting it flow. All right, so guys, there are some free writing and free speaking topics in the bullet points on my blog, The Arsenio Buck Show. Again, and so these free writing and free speaking topics, I will recite them out loud just in case you guys don't want to check it. But bullet point number one would be when someone visits your town city, do you recommend the main tourist attractions or places off the beaten path? Now, what does that mean by beaten? Now, not beaten, beaten, all right? I taught you guys pronunciation already. So, beaten path, meaning places that people do not know about. Off the beaten path, okay? The major tourist attractions like Wat Prakel, Siam, Emporium, and different places, or other places off the beaten path, all right? So, that's, again, something called an idiom, right? Bullet point number two, what are some popular non-touristy dishes in your country? When people come to Thailand, they often get the famously famous Pad Thai. But again, that's not even one of the that's not even top ten in Thailand. Now, do you get the Kapao Mu, the uh, Kapao Gai, Som Tam, uh, Tom Yum Kun, Tom Yum Gai? These are all different types of spicy dishes that have meat or chicken or shrimp or this embedded into it in the ingredients. Okay, so again. That's something to just get your ideas flowing. So if they ask you, hey, so what's the most famous dish in your country? Don't say Pad Thai because they already know that you're going to say that. Say something else and say that it's one of the most famous because a lot of people don't talk about it. The touristy dishes, of course, are Pad Thai, but the other dishes consist of this and that, and I think they are better, especially amongst the tourist population, etc., etc. There's no wrong answer. It's all predicated on your opinion. And bullet point number three, what's the second and third best celebration in your country? So this is, again, a question that a lot of students get asked often in terms of, hey, so what's one of the – what's a unique celebration out there in your country? So 
the examiner already knows and already has a preconceived notion of what you're going to talk about, and he's going to compare you against everyone else who has answered that same question. So be unique. Be the person that he remembers. That's all I could say. So for those of you in Thailand, don't talk about Songkran. For those of you in Japan, don't talk about the ice ceremony. For those of you in Korea, I don't know. For those of you out there in, uh, what is it, Taiwan and this and that, I don't know. Again, Americans, you fellow Americans out there, you guys won't be doing a test like this. But for those of you immigrants that have actually immigrated to America in Mexico, you could talk about Cinco de Mayo. That's the 5th of May. Uh, you could talk about, what, is that the Day of Dead? I think that's the Day of Dead. Oh, my God. Well, no, maybe it's another day. Uh, Feliz Navidad. Is Feliz Feliz Navidad? Yeah, that's uh, that's Merry Christmas. Uh, that's Christmas. Uh, yeah, that's not gonna work. I talk about something unique that they don't know about. Something very, very like the Mayan, Aztec stuff like that. And that extends from Mexico all the way down to El Salvador into Guatemala. You see what I mean? In Brazil, oh my God, you guys got crazy beautiful different types. However. I know a lot of Brazilians that actually go into the IELTS examination and they talk about the same celebration over and over. Do one that he or she does not know about and shock them. Same for the Indians out there. You guys probably have your most famous celebration. Don't talk about that one. In Iran, you guys got one? Don't talk about that run. Spain, Sweden, Turkey. Don't talk about the main ones. Talk about something more unique, something that a lot of people don't speak about. All right? So, guys, with that being said, those are some tips. Those are some tricks. If you liked it, please share it. If you shared it, that means you liked it. Um, again, the YouTube video will be coming out very, very soon, so stay tuned for that. And as always, I'm your host, Arsenio. Thanks again for tuning back in. Over and out.